rights. Thank you for joining us as we take an honest look at the men and women we call officials, the professionals who make it possible for us to enjoy the games we love. They are the authority on the field, on the courts, on the diamonds, and on the ice. Behind the Stripes is here to support our officials, athletic directors, coaches, players, and fans by bringing attention to good sportsmanship, strong leadership, selfless teamwork, and respect for others on and off the playing field. Now, let's join our host, Keith Myers, and his guest for today's show. Well, good afternoon. It is uh, week three, show three. Brenda Hilton joins us live. Hi, Brenda. How are you? Good. How are you, Keith? I'm doing really well. Week three, Bliss, uh, as we're doing this live, and thank you very much for joining us on the hotline is our good friend, Sandra Walter. She is the one of the commissioners of the Indiana High School Athletic Association. Uh, she's one of my bosses. i got to keep her real hand, uh, happy. Hi, Sandra. How are you? Hi, Keith. No, no. Make no mistake. No boss. Okay. <laughs> we work together. How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm looking forward to it. And thank you so much for spending some time with uh, Behind the Stripes today. So as we talk about uh, officials and how to obtain those, one of the things that uh, we want to also touch base about is sportsmanship and how important sportsmanship is, not only in the high school setting, but you got to go all the way to peewee sports, all the way to uh, professional sports. So, Sandra, I know you guys at the association, state association, has started a new program or maybe a fairly new program called the Coach Program. Uh, what does that mean with the association of those schools of, of the Indiana High School Athletic Association? Well, right. Um, we had a sportsmanship program um, for many, many years now. But in the last um, four, we've kind of revamped it throughout the years. Um, champions um, um, had a nice sportsmanship program, and so we patterned after them uh, now going on nine years ago and, and took some of their components and then, like I said, have, have kind of uh, progressed through the years over the last eight or nine into and, and what we have now uh, with a what we think is a comprehensive program with schools, giving them some incentive to build an athletic council, um, give back to the community by within a within our sportsmanship program as a community service component to that an educational component to the coach program, which um, takes not only your student athletes, but your coaches and your parents through some training uh, inside out, the inside out initiative, Joe Ehrman and, and his book and, and Jody Redmond, their program. Um, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And over the last three months now, as, as everyone's been working from home and such, uh, they have offered these classes weekly. Um, and through the Inside Out Initiative, and it's been fantastic. Uh, personal growth for our athletic directors and a lot of our Indiana people. This is a national endeavor, of course, but our Indiana folks have tuned in, and and um, I think we'll see huge benefit for our student athletes returning in the fall, taking what they've learned in a time when you know things were slow, but they were engaged in learning and, and working toward training their student athletes when they get back and their staff, their coaching staff. Sandra, just a quick question on that. That that mm-hmm. program sounds amazing. Um, are you you guys are leading that effort and you're pushing it out to all of your schools? Correct, our sportsmanship okay. program, but specifically the education component, we push out through our foundation. Matt Wolford is our president, so he spends. And our foundation is new, relatively new, as you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Matt came to us three years ago now. I think he's heading into his third year, and so he spends 
a ton of his time with this programming. And then, of course, with a foundation and president of there's a fundraising effort on his on his part, too. So we work. He works together. And I think we you know, supporting his educational programming through our sportsmanship program is exactly where we need to be. Much like the community service project supports our champions together. That is a mm-hmm. community service type of um, endeavor there as well. So we all join efforts, so to speak, uh, to get that accomplished. Yeah, that that's that sounds great. That that whole program sounds amazing. I'd like to learn uh, more about that kind of offline. And uh, mm-hmm. is that listed on your website anywhere in case somebody doesn't know anything about it? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. So the, the ihsa.org site, the public site, has that listed uh, with the criteria, with the components of the coach acronym, um, okay. which we thought was pretty. So there's a there's a score, a sportsmanship score component. That's the first C, calculate your sports, your sportsmanship score. Mm-hmm. And there's addition and subtraction. Everybody starts with 100. I told them, you know, we're school people. We get where 100% is. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so everybody starts right. there. Right. <laughs> and right. then um, okay. points are added and or subtracted depending on sportsmanship that occurs. Coaches, student athletes, um, an official, and God love our officials because they contribute more than anybody right. to the exemplary reports that are filed. Every school earns a point every time that is that is filed on their behalf. And then losing points, of course, uh, are those ejections from contests that we mm-hmm. would like to see decrease. And, and hopefully we, we're going to find trends to that direction, in that direction. Sure. Okay. Many associations out there, Sandra, as you know, and Brendan knows, uh, sportsmanship recognized uh, by banners or pens or that of boys, so to speak. Has that helped motivate schools? I know uh, Behind the Stripes and uh, Officially Human has sportsmanship banners that uh, Brenda has shared with us the last two weeks, and uh, we'll give that information at the end of the uh, program tonight. Also, if you would like to get some of those banners. But is there motivation there that we see in the gymnasiums or on the football field or athletic field because of that banner or because of that sportsmanship pin? Is that a good motivational tool? Um, well, I certainly don't think it detracts, and I think any time a school can earn the distinction of a school of character, you know, that sportsmanship award, it speaks volumes to those parents walking in, you know, who are shopping. You know, it's their first child into high school, for instance, and I, you know, let's look in uh, some heavier populated areas here in Marion County. You know, you've got a choice of 30-plus different schools to which you could send your child. And when you walk into a gymnasium, let's say, and you see their sportsmanship award banner and consecutive year placards for the last five years where they've met or exceeded those criteria, it means something. Mm-hmm. And financially, obviously, when a child walks in your door to stay, it means something to that corporation uh, in terms of dollars. And so a lot of our schools have, have worked extremely hard to meet and exceed um, the criteria that are set forth in the sportsmanship program, not because it's it's a banner, but it's because it's one, it's the right thing to do. But to earn that distinction is a source of pride, and and we love it. It only yeah. lends to to teaching our kids, you know, the right way to to act and to treat one another. You are listening to Behind the Stripes on Indiana SRN. Brenda Hilton, Keith Myers are your hosts. Sandra Walters from the Indiana High School Athletic Association has joined us today. Brenda, do you have any more questions about sportsmanship uh, for Sandra? 
Uh, no, I'm excited to learn more about the program, though. Yeah, me too. That, it's really kind of cool. Let's uh, turn to officials and about the assigners and the guidelines for state assigning. Uh, you, you're working hand-to-hand -hand with the officials. Uh, do you see a benefit of state assigners for, to assign games for uh, the Indiana officials? So uh, Indiana operates very similar to, to many states where um, – there are a faction of assigners. We approve those assigners every year. That happens uh, through the month of February. Um, and then as we ready for registration and renewal starting April 1st of every year, we are always working well ahead of the next school year, so to speak. So to approve those assigners, um, and some schools choose to assign their own, which we certainly um, permit and promote. Um, our third-party assigning systems uh, permit both. Um, so if if um, a school chooses to use an assigner, maybe not in every sport, take the sport of swimming, for instance. Um, schools are, are very good about assisting us with young, which we need, young, younger <laughs> swim officials um, out of their own ranks of graduating seniors. Um, and so they're, they're very good about helping with that recruitment process. Gymnastics would be another one. Wrestling, another one. Um, but we've got some really good approved assigners around the state that we ask their help in coupling them with their mentor, uh, with these young officials we call mentees. And so our assigners, when we go through um, their mandatory meeting, it's to talk through those expectations. You know, you've got a, a junior high or a freshman level event that you're assigning for a school or schools in your area assign that mentee with his or her mentor. Those schools at a freshman level event, for instance, are going to get a tournament level official and a mentor and a fairly new, if not brand new, official as a mentee. And we tell our schools constantly, and again, they're very good about understanding that half of that crew <laughs> is brand new. And we need to, for lack of a better word, protect them just a bit. Um, so that they come back the next day for their next contest. Yeah. Um, but they've got a veteran official there and their mentor, you know, at the half or what have you, saying it's okay. You know, don't worry about the person yelling in the stands there. We're, we're fine. You're fine. Fix these few things, you know, that kind of conversation. that, that keeps them, hopefully, uh, returning. You know, you can recruit officials all you want, but if you can't retain them, you're wasting your effort. And retention mm -hmm. is, is critical, and we all know that. Brenda, you... You understand perfectly well with the fishery human and that treatment of those younger officials and how that detracts from your numbers more than anything else. Sandra, how long have you had that program? Our mentor-mentee program? Yeah. Um, three, three years, really two in earnest, heading into our solidly third. Um, we've got an evaluation tool now that we needed to overcome some, some obstacles with, um, but it's it's a way for um, a mentor to give feedback to a mentee. It's it's an app. You know, you got an app for sure. that. Everybody does. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it's um, it's digital feedback now to to these mentees. And like it or not, you know, those of us who are fifty plus, we don't. You know, technology is hard to embrace um, sometimes. But the younger folks we're recruiting, they want feedback and they want it immediately. And right. so you snap some video of them on the court or the field or on the mat. You are able through the app to give verbal um, cues, hey, while you're filming, much like 
you're shooting a video and you want to talk, you know, the audio is picked up and then it's deposited into a digital locker. And that mentor and, and mentee can get together and review that together after the game, you know, at another time, you know, post-contest. But heading into our third year and looking to do some, we overcame the, uh, the Android and iPhone issue. Um, it's not perfect yet, but, but we have gotten there over, the, over this break, uh, spent some time there. And again, if anything, this break, uh, so to speak, has offered some time to really look into some, some, some issues that we needed to resolve. And, uh, and we've done that, and that's, that's a good thing. And, and the mentor-mentee, they're together the whole year, right, the whole academic year? Yes. Actually, okay. Okay. three years, your data will tell you you got to oh. hold on to a mentee. So um, in our system, this is the third year of when we really started. And so um, through our, what we call our membership portal, our MyIHSAA, when we connect a mentor with a mentee, the mentee is populated right on the dashboard of their mentor. So contact information is readily available. They can see when they've um, passed a test, applied for tournament, you know, those types of things. Mm -hmm. And uh, what we'll do this year um, with what we call a maintenance effort within the MyHSA that continues is we will um, construct development to graduate our mentees, and then that mentor picks up another mentee or two moving forward. You are listening to Behind the Stripes on Indiana SRN with Brenda Hilden, Keith Myers, your host. Sandra Walters joins us. She's a commissioner of the Indiana High School Athletic Association. Sandra, on tagging on that, I know we have had some officials in the past seen what we do and, and ask for our uh, download so they can watch the game, so they can see uh, how that three-man crew works. Uh, you applaud that effort, I'm sure, uh, because the more you can see, and Brenda, you can chime in on this, the more you can see uh, that group work together because uh, that team may stick together for uh, maybe a year or so just to develop and, and, and have better quality games with uh, the, the young official and two veterans. Yeah, absolutely. And um, three-person crews with basketball, for instance, has allowed those two veterans to pick up that younger official and work with them. And, you know, them, I guess, for lack of a better word, <laughs> Brenda, again, officially mm -hmm. Um Football, for instance, with a five-person crew, it allows them to pick up a new or two new people. And what we've done on the other end for those veteran officials who – who still want to get to the state finals. You know, they, they have a state game to get to, too. You know, we think a lot about our schools, and they want to play in the state finals. Well, you got to remember sometimes, and, it, and I think it's lost sometimes, that our officials work extremely hard yes. to get to their state final. And so our rating system, as we continue to, to develop it through our leadership of officials, those 24 groups, their secretary and president, we meet quarterly. But we continue to look at that rating system and a positive change that we made four years ago now is that those football crews are only evaluated on the top three crew members so that the other mm -hmm. two can be younger because years of experience weigh into their final score. And so discounting those two because they're younger encourages our football crews to pick those those younger officials up and work with them without suffering 
so to speak, with a with a score into the tournament where they want to get. Yeah, doing that Pee Wee Championship back in 1979 was the highest <laughs> of my career. I really appreciate that. Hey, it's halftime. You worked hard to get there. Yeah, I, I right. did. Hey, it's halftime. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have a lot more for you in the second half of Behind the Stripes on Indiana SRN. Stay with us. It's halftime at the Behind the Stripes podcast, powered by Indiana SRN, underwritten by the IHSAA and the Indiana Officials Association. If you would like to be a part of our sponsorship, please contact us at info at indianasrn.org. We want to hear from you. Contact Keith Myers at coach at indianasrn.org or Brenda at brenda at officiallyhuman.com. Now let's join Keith for the second half of Behind the Stripes, powered by Indiana SRN. Becoming a licensed sports official is a great way to make a positive difference in the community and support the over 160,000 Indiana student-athletes that participate across 21 IHSAA sports. Sports officiating allows you to stay connected to the game, become a role model for our young student-athletes, earn extra money, and support the patrons and communities of our IHSAA member schools. To learn more about becoming a licensed IHSAA official, log on to IHSAA.org officials today. Do you want to hear your favorite team on IndianaSRN.org? It's easy to do. Calling all the play-by-play and colored commentary. High school sports along with youth sport. Mr. Wizard is waiting for your call. Contact him at 317-443-0052. We're ready for every touchdown, basket, and goal. Contact Mr. Wizard, 317-443-0052. Back with the second half of Behind the Stripes on Indiana SRN. Keith Myers, Brenda Hilton are your hosts. If you have any questions for us, you can send us an email, coach at indianasrn.org or brenda at officiallyhuman.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter at indianasrn. A lot of good comments uh, the last two weeks, Brenda. Very excited, the, the momentum that we're gathering. We want to thank our Spotify uh, people that are listening uh, today and our iTunes folks as well. And uh, Sandra Walters joins us. And Sandra, we talk about the officials. And one of the things that I've really got excited about is a year ago, we sat down during the state finals and you were talking about the National Guard program. Uh, share with our officials out there and also the other community about this National Guard program. Sure, absolutely. Um, and you see similar programs around the country, and uh, so don't think this is unique or special that I dreamt it up um, all on my own. But certainly um, some untapped, I think, resources there with our National Guard. And so as, as I learned more about our Guard men and women in Indiana, we have just over 14,000 of them. And many of the armories in Indiana, there's 64 of them. And we have folks who come into Indiana because of what's offered at different armories. They're not all the same. The training doesn't look all the same for each armory. And so some are, are better suited for recruitment purposes that, that we're looking to do um, because of, of how they're, they're structured. But these folks are part-time guardsmen and women as you know, looking for potentially part-time work outside of that uh, with a flexible schedule. They can set their own, which officiating lends itself to, obviously. And there are people who understand how to de-escalate a situation as opposed to 
antagonize. And so, and that's needed as an official because it, it's never the right response when someone yells at you from the stand as an official to, to retaliate in any fashion. And, and these folks understand that uh, training with them is lent uh, to that. So um, we thought it a pretty good fit. Um, we've developed officiating 101. And it's just a beginning level of what to expect. We interview some newer officials. We interview some veteran officials to give them an idea um, about what that looks like. We talk through what an independent contractor looks like and what that means for them. Um, and so we've rolled that out to the National Guard will come this year. And, and this April, past April, was supposed to be our kickoff. And we all know where we ended up with April. And uh, trying to get face-to-face -face visits of any kind. And so um, that effort will start when things return uh, to that that's permitted. But um, we've also offered that uh, officiating one-on-one course to local colleges. High school classes have used some of the curriculum with teaching those kids. And then those kids have gone on to obtain a license, uh, perhaps. So, but yes, that National Guard and 14,000 Guard men and women later, uh, we think certainly is a win-win. Sandra, on, on that note, how will you track, uh, well, I think you guys have a pretty good tracking system as it is, but you'll track the progress and the length of time, number of years, these men and women that sign up, um, yep. how many years they'll do it, and then what, what happens if they don't do it? Will you survey them to find out why they got out of it? Mm -hmm. Great question. So within our, our membership portal, that mentor-mentee program we talked about, um, mm -hmm. will also include these guardmen and women. We will license them through our mentor-mentee program and uh, create that relationship with a, with a veteran official with them. Mm -hmm. um, and so they'll be a part of that and the tracking mechanism uh, behind the scenes there and the reports we can pull will include those. And yes, we've... Um, we coupled with that, the survey you sent out um, mm -hmm. with, you know, why do you officiate? Why do you stay in it? You know, the other question, as you just mentioned, why did you choose to leave? Mm -hmm. And, you know, as I tell our leadership and our office constantly is we need to know how we can get better. You know, what do we need to do? Is it communicate better? Is it, you know, offer something to the officials that we're not? Let's talk about training of officials and how better to do that. And, and Brenda, I don't, I don't want this to sound like a commercial, but uh, RefQuest uh, mm -hmm. is something that we've, we've uh, partnered with a company and with Boborowski and it, it, our folks want video as their training mechanism. Mm -hmm. And so um, how do you create a library of high school content that can be disseminated for to your association, to one official, to ten officials, to the crew that night, to the entire state, sports specifically, and yeah. RefQuest has yeah, and you know that that's everybody's look, you know that's everybody's vision, and RefQuest opinion has has conquered that. Um, and Bo is an Indiana guy, which which is really nice, um, and so as we move forward. For instance, I've got a meeting with our soccer clinicians, and, and sometimes timing is everything, right? Um, but we have now got to find a way, since the guidelines have come out from the DOE and the governor's office, to conduct training for officials without being with them in person. 
Right. And, and a, a challenge that. that everybody's trying to figure out right now. Correct. Correct. Um, well, I, I did want to ask a question on recruiting of officials at the at the high school student level. Why? How do you think that there's a way to get more high schools and even I would even say grade school physical education programs? How do we get them to buy into to your officiating 101 program and adopt it? and have it as part of their curriculum. I don't know how many schools have it now or how many would be willing. I, I'm, I'm surprised with the shortage that there's not more people calling saying, hey, we want this as part of our curriculum. Yeah. Um, well, what we have found, to be very honest with you, is that a high school student isn't the best recruit. Um, <laughs> a college-level student is a really good recruit especially if they're trying to navigate their way financially through college. It's a good recruit at that point. Great money. Um, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. books aren't free. Right. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've coupled with uh, intramural programs. And um, actually, we've got an effort through the Big Ten. And Molly Powell um, has been instrumental. We have a have had a recruiting event in December coupled with, and Brenda, you are very familiar with the Big Ten event in Indy. Mm-hmm. And our numbers haven't been what we've wanted them to be. So we've spent some time over the last couple of months talking about marketing that event better. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to start, and it's football specific, but we're going to start in August when our high school season starts and market it all the way through. And hopefully our numbers, we see an increase in the numbers um, at that at that event. Um, That's the one at the Big Ten football championship game, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And okay. the Big Ten crew comes in and talks to these kids. I mean, it's it's impressive uh, mm-hmm. just to just to be in the audience and, and, and to see how that, you know, the questions they ask are really good. But back to your question about um, but the age of a recruit is critical if you want retention. And so we've coupled with intramural programs, Big Ten event, but there's some adults um, who attend. We've, we've got every age that attends that. But. Those intramural programs, and Purdue is probably is the, the heaviest that we recruit right now, but we've spent some time, Molly, again with the Big Ten, put together kind of a list of uh, colleges and universities across the state. So we've identified three to four in each area of the state, northern, central, southern, and we're going to work diligently to work within their intramural programs and these college-age kids. Get them into our mentor-mentee program, so you license them free of charge, okay? And then what Purdue does, for instance, they let them go through their intramural program as an official, okay, officiating their intramurals for the first year. Once they get commitment from them for that first year, second year, sophomore year, we give them their mentor-mentee, we give them their license and work them into our mentor-mentee program, Training through the intramural program, we providing resources as they need, but they are Purdue, for instance, has a fabulous intramural program already. And, and they have, uh, and mm-hmm. through that program, it it's sixteen hours of training, correct? That they have to go through. That's that's tied to the NURSA. Uh, yes, tied to the NURSA. Okay. I couldn't give you the hours, but if it's sixty, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I believe it's sixteen hours of training that they have to go through. And it's really good. Yeah. And we've been up there to, to see some pregames uh, with these kids, just to get an idea of what, what was involved and how, how the training is going. And it's, it's fabulous, to be honest. With you. Sounds like we're on the right track in Indiana. Yeah. 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 As Indiana's the, doing well. Yeah. As we 
round things up as we're getting close to the end of our show. Uh, we want to thank you for spending some time with us. You got to come back because 30 minutes is not enough. Uh, because I, I, everything is going well, and we hope other states watch on and other associations would understand what we're trying to do. And, uh, Brenda, I think Indiana is on the right foot here uh, to do those things. And uh, our goal is to make awareness, and I think we've done a good job of uh, making some awareness. If there's an official out there, Sandra, that's uh, listening in Indiana, uh, how do they contact you or the associate, the officials' associations to get involved to officiating and yeah. get into that program? Mm -hmm. Great question. And it, it, it is a small army of effort in order to continue this. You know, we've got seven, almost 7,000 officials we license in. Um, so they can certainly contact our office. Uh, it's ihsaa.org is our website, and there's an officials tab. And there's every contact uh, on there that they would need to include their local association. And I mentioned our secretary and president I meet with quarterly, but we've got some fantastic people there who really go above and beyond uh, with our recruiting efforts. Mark Maxwell in the Western Association is the president of our association um, with those folks and and just just works tirelessly on, on behalf of our office uh, in this recruiting and retention effort of officials. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Brenda. Next week, we got a new guest. Uh, I forget, who do we have next week? It's uh, Carissa Niehoff with the National Federation of High Schools. Well, there you yeah. go. Join, join us next week, Brenda. Thank you very much for your time today. Sandra, thank you very much for your time. And we want to thank you thank for you. listening. If you have any questions about Indiana SRN, you can email me anytime at coach at indianasrn.org. Until next week, goodbye, everybody. listening to Behind the Stripes, a show that supports our officials, athletic directors, coaches, players, and fans by bringing attention to good sportsmanship, strong leadership, selfless teamwork, and respect for others on and off the playing field. Thank you for listening to Behind the Stripes. Powered by Indiana SRN. Do you want to hear your favorite team on indianasrn.org? It's easy to do. Calling all the play-by-play -play and colored commentary. High school sports along with U Sport, Mr. Wizard is waiting for your call. Contact him at 317-443-0052. We're ready for every touchdown, basket, and goal. Contact Mr. Wizard, 317-443-0052. You're listening to Indiana SRN, God's Word 24-7 and sports.